Well, welcome to another exciting edition of Talking Automotive. I'm Matt Weiss, and I have the good fortune, as always, of being joined by Gary Silberg, KPMG's head of automotive. And Gary, when we spoke last time, we talked about how COVID-19 is impacting the demand for autonomous delivery vehicles and bots. And I wanted to shift the focus to the consumer. And KPMG had the chance to survey 2,500 consumers who are thinking about purchasing or leasing a vehicle during this time. And there were some really interesting findings and Gary was hoping you could take our listeners through the findings and also provide an overview on some of the trends we've seen in recent years when it comes to automobile purchasing. Well, well, thanks a lot, Matt. And hello, everybody out there. I hope all is well and you are safe and your families. Um, so let me go back just briefly on a little bit of economics, because I think this is important to the story before I walk, walk through the findings. Um, Historically in our industry, there's been four indicators that have been super important in predicting automotive sales. None of these will surprise you. One is, do I have a job? <laughs> unemployment rate. And historically, we have seen record low unemployment rates. Two, income. How is my income? Is it rising? Is it falling? And we have recently, in the last three, four years, seen increases in, in income levels. Three, interest rates, right? Very, very low historic interest rates. And finally, gas prices, um, and those have been low. So when all four of those indicators have been, quote-unquote, records or very low or very positive, let's call it, automotive sales have historically soared. And yet, and I don't want to poo-poo this, it's been a really phenomenal run. We've had four years of approximately 17 million or over 17 million in, in vehicle sales, but that number has stayed flat. And arguably – it should have risen with all four of these going as historically it would have gone up. So I've been contemplating that for a long time. So why is it they're not going up? Why? And let me tell you my hypothesis. It boils, it's not entirely, but it boils down significantly to the ability of mobility as a service and people to magically push a button. What do I mean by that? You can get now an Uber and a Lyft pretty much anywhere in the United States within minutes. I live in a city. We have one car. I could have two cars. We put on a whopping four or 5,000 miles a year. <laughs> I could always push, you know, Matt, the button, and the car shows up. Okay, so it has been our view that over time, mobility as a service and this magical ability to get where you want when you want, you don't need to own a car to do that going forward. So let me pause for a second. Does that make sense and why we have that hypothesis? Yeah, absolutely, Gary. It makes perfect sense. All right, so let me go from there to this survey. So. After COVID, um, or during the COVID, we said, well, well, how are consumers feeling, okay? And so our hypothesis here was, okay, crisis, not sure about my job. Um, you know, it, it, it's not going to pass the litmus test of, you know, of I like to say, honey, you know, I don't know what my incomes would be if I'm going to have a job. Let's go out and spend thirty or forty thousand dollars on a car, right? So and, we and, and Gary also the fact that more people, of course, are working from home, as we've talked about, right? People saying, "Do I even need a car to oh, go yeah. to my job anymore?" Yeah, exactly. I forgot about that. Yeah, and, and the commute necessary. So when we surveyed the data, we felt pretty confident that people who were in the funnel, who were contemplating getting a car, that number is going to plummet right plummet um, and to our surprise and this is a little kernel of optimism for all of us automotive people out there 47 percent more than 41 percent 47 percent actually said they wanted to accelerate their purchase accelerate their purchase we would have thought it would have been way 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 down and, and get rid of their purchase or delay it 
So yeah, that's, fasc the, that's fascinating, Gary. And just to clarify for our readers, so you're saying, or our listeners rather, 47% said they're actually still going to go ahead or they're more likely to buy compared to only 41% who were saying no, despite all this uncertainty. And they want to accelerate it, yeah. Ah, that's uh, so, amazing. And so the question is, why? So let me go back to my original discussion on this idea, perhaps, as mobility as a service or other, uh, other areas, is that is it because – this idea of safety and having my own vehicle with my children in there or my parents in there that might be able to, you know, be at risk here, clean, safe, is that part of the equation? Now, I don't know hmm. the answer. I think it could be part of it. And this leads us to where we'll be, and I'll give you a little kernel of optimism, too. We're going to be answering these questions going forward, and perhaps we can have another podcast on this. So at KPMG, we're going to be doing additional research for everybody out there and thinking about how might consumers' behavior changes, will it be per permanent or not as it relates to magically pushing this button of mobility as a service? And could that have an increase uh, in potential automotive sales going forward as people shift from just magically pushing the button to perhaps actually owning? And when you have 130 million households out there, slight changes in consumer behavior could have a huge impact in auto sales. And lastly, just to think about this one, public transportation and how safe is that going forward and might some of those people permanently change and start to buy cars? Who knows, but more to come on that, Matt, and uh, I think it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, Gary, uh, you've given us a ton to think about, and it's it's really interesting to hear what those survey findings were. And we will certainly, on future editions of Talking Automotive, talk at, talk about some of those additional topics and where the trend lines are going. But for now, thanks for listening again to Talking Automotive. We look forward to you listening again next time.